0: Today on CityCast Boise, I'm ringing in the new year with lead producer Frankie Barnhill, and we're sharing your resolutions and predictions for 2023. Debates over public education, wildcard candidates in city elections, new and better lanes, and more fun stuff to do than ever? Sounds like it's going to be an interesting year. It's Tuesday, January 3rd, 2023. I'm Emma Arnold, and this is CityCast Voices.
1: Hi, Frankie. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Emma. 2023. Here we go. <laughs>
0: 2023. <laughs> Why don't we start with some predictions for our new year? We asked several of our favorite journalists in town to give us their thoughts. Who should we start with?
1: Yeah, we are going to start with Margaret Carmel, a senior reporter with Boise Dev, um, who just has amazing coverage all the time about local politics. Let's hear what she has to say for a prediction for this year.
2: My prediction is that we're going to see a whole host of wild card candidates in the 2023 Boise City Council election,
0: and you should pay attention and vote. Oof, as usual, Margaret gets it, right? (laughs) Yeah, totally. (laughs) (laughs) Going to be, uh, it feels like this year's November election is going to be a big deal. What do you think?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's an off year, but uh, that's why it's interesting because it really is all about local, 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 local. So uh, we have another person who completely agrees with Margaret and has a little bit more context for the dynamics that'll be at play. Let's, Let's listen to that one.
2: Hi, I'm George Predis and I host Morning Edition on Boise State Public Radio News. And my predictions, well, they usually have to do with politics. Locally, uh, Mayor McLean will be challenged. I think uh, she'll be challenged from a number of sides. And then, of course, we've got city council members running against each other. Five of the city council members will have to run against another city council member. I think as a state, we're about to enter a huge debate over education public versus private. And I think it will mobilize people like never before to weigh in on this.
1: And of course, George is, uh, yeah, spotted a couple of things that are really important. We'll have city council members because of redistricting, which the legislature made a law that forced Boise to redistrict for city council. Um, Boise was an at-large city council, meaning city council members could be, you know, selected from the same neighborhood because it was an at-large council. Now it's a district, so you can't have people who are in the same district, the same neighborhoods generally, um, who are elected to council. So that'll be big because we have city council members who currently live in the same neighborhoods, the same areas, the same districts, who will be running against each other. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <it> sounds messy. <laughs> yeah, so messy. And then the mayoral election, too. And then, uh, yeah, uh, George has kind of given us a preview. The legislature uh, convenes next week, and we already know that there's going to be a big, big fight, big conversation, whatever you want to say about, well, people are not calling them vouchers, but the question of uh, school funding and savings accounts for, for parents to you know, direct where the funding goes for their children. That'll be a big one at the legislature this year for sure.
0: Yeah, I am watching that very closely. Uh, I My prediction is kind of related a little to George's in that I predict we're going to see some very real and powerful pushback from the community against the anti-drag and anti-LGBTQ rhetoric and legislation that is being proposed, as well as just sort of like far right harassment in general. And I think people in the state are really sick of it and starting to realize if they don't push back on this kind of like vitriolic Uh, rhetoric that, which, by the way, is very loud, but often from like uh, out of state minority, you know, like you're not even seeing sometimes like local people involved with this. So I think I think we're starting to realize as a community, we're going to lose people and institutions that we love if we don't start Really fighting for them,
1: I will say. You know, we'll see how much influence Boise can actually have at what happens at the state house uh, mm-hmm. because of that super super majority um, of Republicans. And in the Senate, especially, we have seen more far right candidates get elected to the Senate this session. So it'll be a very different dynamic. Um, usually, the Senate's kind of the more uh, mainstream Republican, more uh, tempering body at the legislature. Not not so much anymore. So we'll see how much Boise's pushback will actually matter when it comes to what bills get passed, but will things get loud i think so i think we're Mm -hmm. probably going to see a lot of protests at the capitol you know led by a lot of Boiseans and people who are pushing back against yeah exactly what you're saying that kind of far-right push and the dynamic between the legislature and the city of boise it just continues to be a fascinating one to watch and also (laughs) one that um yeah it can be kind of oh gosh i mean it's just it can get really messy as you said before yeah Let's do another prediction. This one from a friend of the show
0: and bike commuter, Joe Jaszewski.
2: I think you're going to see a tangible change in the safety for cyclists on the roads. And I think that you're going to see that on 8th Street because they're going to vote on the 8th Street bikeway early in 2023. And you're going to see that 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 construction hopefully start pretty quick. But the other element of that is going to be this 11th Street bikeway that's going to connect the Greenbelt to... The north end and if you've been downtown lately you've probably seen that 11th street is all torn up and it's a disaster but that's because they're building a pretty cool bikeway so my prediction is that you're going to have a lot safer bike experience downtown especially on 11th street
1: And yeah, things are getting better for for cyclists. Now, there's still a long ways to go to, I think, consider Boise like a very uh, bike friendly community, as well as just even the Treasure Valley. Once you get out of the downtown core, Greenbelt, all of that, it's not so friendly. But yeah, this 11th Street bikeway in downtown will be kind of a big deal with this. Separated, very you know, protected lane that is really kind of the gold standard for anyone who you know wants to cycle and wants to be safe while they're doing it. Yeah, and I know that's uh, right up your
0: alley with a little bit of ACHD. Yes.
1: Uh- <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. CCDC, all of the uh, all the different uh, acronym uh, organizations that are in yeah. charge of this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Any other predictions to share? Yeah, we have a fun one to share a little bit of a different tone. Let's uh, let's hear this one. Hey, it's Marissa with From Boise. My 2023 prediction for Boise would be that it is going to be a year full of fun things to do. I think we're going to have a ton of live music, a bunch of fun festivals, just like a full-on year packed with fun stuff to do. I think Marissa's right. I feel like 2023 in particular even though technically still COVID, yes, we definitely still need to be careful of it and watch those cases and, and um, the different variants and stuff. But if 2022 was any, any indication, 2023 is going to have even more, more concerts, more people wanting to do things and get out and enjoy the, the art that happens in Boise yeah, it's nice to have a couple optimistic ones, you know, yeah. <laughs> like actually we're going to be able to ride bikes and have fun. So yes, yes, yes. Uh, and I do have one more that's kind of, uh yeah, kind of a little bit more fun.
2: I'm Dave Southern. I covered Boise State for about 15 years. And I, I think Boise State football in 2023, that they will return to a little bit of former glory. I think they have some very good pieces on, on the roster. I think they have one of the most exciting quarterbacks they've ever had. Maybe with the exception of our great beloved Kellen Moore, I think Boise State will have a very good 2023 football season.
0: Oh, sweet Dave. He he was so infectious in his uh episode. He almost got me excited about
1: football
2: too. So <laughs> I
0: love
1: that. Didn't he share a resolution too? Oh yeah, there's a flip side to uh his his positive prediction.
2: Boise State fans need to temper expectations. Not not in a bad way, but I think that those the glory days for Boise State football are past us, and and I I think we we need to come to grips with that and understand that the team can still be very good, but hoping for a return to the the 2010 era when they were ranked in the top five is is a dream that has gone by. But I still think Boise State football is in a good place, especially in the future with a new college football playoff.
1: Isn't that a good resolution for all of us? Temper our expectations yeah. <laughs> about whatever <laughs> yes. whatever it is. <laughs> 2023, let's temper those
0: expectations.
1: Uh, I love it. <laughs> while still being hopeful,
0: yes, yes. Yeah, while still being hopeful and looking for fun and good bike lanes. Uh, earlier in the fall, we talked to Nicholas Darlington. He's a teacher at Ridgeview High School in Nampa, and he sent us a resolution too.
1: What my hope is for myself and everyone else in the Valley in that new year is what I'm also hoping for my students. I hope we just find the opportunities to very gracefully apply the things that we've learned. From my students and from myself like 2022 brought us a lot of lessons, brought us a lot of beautiful moments to learn from. And my hope is that we all do a good job of pocketing those and pulling them out just at the right moment in 2023 to make them valuable, to make those little gems of knowledge shine.
0: Oh, I love that. That I is know. great. I actually feel like I can pl- I want to apply that to myself so much like, oh, what did we learn? What did we learn and now what can we apply? That's so great.
1: Not just for high school students, not just for high school students. We yeah, not just for that. high school students, not at all. No. <laughs> Do we have any others? Yeah, we have a couple more. Uh this one was emailed to us actually by um Interface Sanctuaries Executive Director Jody Peterson Stykers. I'll just kind of summarize what she said. Her resolution is also her prediction which is that uh, she wants to see and hopes to see um, the shelter built at the state street location um, which of course has been a story that we've been following and um, something that's been going on for i don't know a year and a half now or something like that interfaith sanctuary which has uh, beds downtown for people experiencing homelessness is packed, is overflowing, especially in the winter months. And they need more space. They need more space. And so they've been looking to find a location. They found a location. They got approval to build at that location. But now they're facing some legal challenges to that. So it's not clear whether or not it will be built or when it will be built. But she's remaining hopeful and really wants to see that happen in 2023 to have more space for our neighbors who are unhoused. I share that. I really hope that that gets built. And then we also have one from uh, your buddy and uh, (laughs) someone who we love to hear from, uh, Jocelyn Robertson. She sent in this clip to tell us what her personal resolution is.
2: Hi, CityCast
1: Boise. This is Jocelyn Robertson. I like to give myself a resolution challenge for the new
0: year, but also set some realistic goals. So in 2023, I will delete my Twitter account, I intend to organize my office, and I hope to make significant headway on a book I'm writing about how to host a party. Wish me luck. Ah, good luck, now that you need it. <laughs> she could write 15 books on hosting parties. She's the most incredible host in the world. So uh, but I love I love that deleting Twitter. Ugh, oh. we're all sort of there's a wonderful Boise community on Twitter, which I will miss so much if we all end up deleting it. But I get it. I get the draw for that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I agree. If uh, anybody could um, probably write something on parties, it sounds like Jocelyn's the person we might need to have her on the podcast oh, yeah. <laughs> at some point to talk about how to throw a party.
0: <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Um, well, my personal resolutions are kind of inspired by two of our previous episodes uh, with the Boise Kitchen Collective and the Backyard Artists. I want to get more involved in mutual aid and I want to create more art. And, uh, I just felt so inspired by talking to both of those groups and felt like oh this is such a beautiful way to be a part of your community to be supported and support your community to be collaborative so I want to do that and I want to write a whole lot more and start working on some projects that scare me because I feel like I've gotten a little too cozy in comedy
1: mm, so good Emma you're going to do it I, I believe in you I love I love so much that you tied it back into conversations we've had before because I agree those two episodes were very inspiring and you know what for me I would say uh, this is more of a community-wide one but I think just the Boise that I love the Boise that I the reason why I moved here like 11 years ago and I stayed sometimes I feel like we're kind of losing a little bit of it and that was a very quirky kind of upstart uh, scrappy feeling where like just anybody could try anything and people will support them and Maybe we're not losing it. Maybe I've just lost touch with it a little bit. And that's why it's so fun to have these conversations on CityCast Boise to like get back in touch with it. But I also think just as we're growing, I want to see more and more of kind of that grassroots uh, attitude that I love so much about this community. And I don't want to see us lose it. And I want, you know, people who move here to be excited about that, too, and to add to it and to make new things and to, yeah, continue to make this community a place that people really want to stay. All right. Well, thank you for your resolutions
0: and predictions, Frankie. And thanks, everybody who shared. And we hope you have an incredible 2023. This was so much fun. Happy 2023. And before you head out, the Idaho legislature's first day in session will be next Monday, January 9th after Governor Brad Little's State of the State address. We'll have a more in-depth preview of what to expect in Idaho politics later this week, so be sure to keep your feed refreshed. That's all for today here on CityCast Boise. If you enjoyed the show, why not tell a friend? Leave us a review and subscribe to our Hey Boise newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Bye.